0: Welcome to the Rich Feet Podcast with Dr. Tanisha Richmond. This podcast is sponsored by the Richmond Foot and Ankle Clinic, where they specialize in happy feet. Each episode highlights the best of Dr. Richmond's radio show, providing bite-sized clips of advice. Let's jump right into the show.
1: Afternoon and your time it is each and every fourth Saturday. We are excited to have our local podiatrist and foot specialist in the studio live. That's right. She's live and in color here at the Real Rhythm of the City. That is Dr. Tanisha Richmond, located at 1323 West Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Way. That is the Richmond Foot and Ankle Clinic. And with that, we say good afternoon
0: to Dr. Tanisha Richmond. How are you, Doc? Oh, I'm doing great. I wish I was down in New Orleans, but I'll be there later. Well, tell me. What's
1: the one on the What are everybody? Mondragore.
0: The parades are rolling. My family, my sister's riding in our local parade in Bogaloosa, Louisiana. They're getting ready now to start to get their spot. That's awesome. <laughs> and I'm sure the weather's holding up there. Oh yeah, I think they're in the seventies.
1: Nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. That is exciting. Well happy grow out to you and all of our listeners and we can celebrate Ohio style. How about that?
0: Well, you can go down to Papa Doe's. They're having a big party. All
1: right, all <laughs> right. Let's remember that. Everybody knows what Papa Doe's is. Okay. Well, listen, it is shortly after 12, and we know every fourth Saturday of the month, and it seems like this time just flies by. So yes. almost like you're here every week. But if it, it just, feels like it. It does feel like it if it's on the, Fourth Saturday of the month, where we get to talk to you and have this dialogue about the feet and everything relative to the, to the feet. feet. Yes. Because we know the feet are connected to the body.
0: That's right. <laughs> They're that's not an right. independent organ. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Doc, we got a
0: lot to talk about today. We'll be talking about some new projects. Actually, I'm working with them to try to implement here in Dayton to help our local diabetics and diabetic population. So when she comes on we'll discuss some more of all the different options that they have and more things that we need, especially with diabetics. being a diabetic myself, when you run out of your strips or your your insulin pins, your insulin, it's well that could be life threatening realistically for a diabetic. But Now with technology, there's so much stuff out there. However, lots of times insurances don't pay for the latest and greatest. So those strips do come in handy. When you want to know what your blood sugar is.
1: Absolutely. And we know a lot of people, if they don't have diabetes, chances are they know someone that does. So oh, we you want yes. to share that information with them this afternoon?
0: Yeah, I really like the type 1 camp. I heard of that years ago, but I have forgotten about it. But like she said, especially type 1 children, it's really hard because type 1s are so much more delicate than type 2s because type one. When you're a type one diabetic, you do not make insulin at all. So you're totally insulin dependent. So their diabetes is a lot more brittle and harder to control than ours. And when I do see type ones in my practice, they're usually in stage everything. And they've had diabetes since they were children and I've seen type 1 diabetics come in in their 20s and 30s and they're going blind, losing feet, dialysis, everything, because they've been diabetic so long.
1: Wow. And if
0: you don't control it, I mean, tightly, tightly control it, it will kill you.
1: Wow. That is really interesting. Thank you, Dr. Richmond, for having her on. Once again, that's Diabetes of Dayton, and that number is 937-220-6611. They're located at 2555 South Dixie Drive. That is Unit 112, Dayton 45409. You can visit them at DiabetesDayton.com, and we want to thank you again. They also are on Facebook and I believe she's going to put a link on your page as well. Or I'll put portion. a link on there as well. Dr. Richmond, will take care of you all for that. That <laughs> is. All. Once again, we want to share your information. Someone did call and ask for your phone number. Your offices are closed today. Yes. But they can call you <laughs> next week, Monday through Friday. You can reach Dr. Tanisha Richmond at Richmond Foot and Ankle Clinic, 1323 West 3rd Street. That is West Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Way. Remember that's an honorary name. It is West 3rd Street. Dayton, mm-hmm. Ohio Ohio, 45- five zero2. The number is 937-228-3668. That's 228-3668. Mm-hmm. You can visit the website at richfeet.org and you may email Dr. Richmond at richfeet1, that is the number one, at gmail.com. That's richfeet1 at gmail.com.
0: And you can listen to previous recordings of this show at my podcast, Rich Feet Podcast on Spotify. And all the other platinum forums. (laughs) If you just search Rich Feet, you'll find it.
1: Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Thank you, Dr. Richmond. And so we are also going to... We always have an update on the book club, and that will happen before the show ends this yeah. afternoon. But you wanted to talk about something that is near and dear to many families, <laughs> yeah, even hitting home, yeah, even for you, as you shared with us last week. So before we get off into a lot of people may not even know what it is, so maybe we'll talk about exactly what it is. And so we're talking about the heart, and yeah. we are wanting to share information about AFib. So, Dr. Richmond, tell us, what is AFib?
0: It's an irregular heart rhythm. So basically your heart is not beating in the correct rhythm. So you have your atrium, you have your ventricles, they have to beat in sync. But in AFib, they're not beating in sync. So it's like the heart is fluttering and the highest risk from AFib is throwing clots. And if you throw clots like to your brain, then you could have a stroke. So, well, fortunately and unfortunately for me, I have the newest Apple Watch that does the rhythms because my mother has a history of heart disease. So I was having some high, felt like my heart was fluttering, and I ran it, and it detected AFib. So I told my primary care physician, I went to a cardiologist, I was hooked up to a heart monitor for a week, came back, he had adjusted, added more high blood pressure. I do have high blood pressure, he added another med. So now I'm on additional meds, a statin, which controls a high, controls your cholesterol. I'm on a blood thinner, which will help me prevent throwing clots. So it thins the blood. So you're less likely to have a clot. And I'm on another blood pressure pill. And then I have to sleep with my watch now. So while I sleep, the watch can detect if I'm th- having AFib.
1: So you're sleeping with your watch. What's your dog's name, Nichols or what- <laughs> Ernie? <laughs> Ernie. Oh, he doesn't care. Ernie's gonna get a little jealous. <laughs> well, I mean, when I I had ahead. to
0: change my whole routine. So when I come home at night, I have to put the watch on charge. Then when I go to bed, put the watch back on and sleep with it. When I talk to patients now, I say, I always tell my older patients, I said, by the time I'm your age, I'll just order me a hip from Amazon. <laughs> and they'd be like, you're probably right. I mm-hmm. said, yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm getting my 60s and 70s. I probably can go online. Girl, I got to get my knee <laughs> or whatever <laughs> you need because technology is just moving. Yeah. And even the cardiologist, he was talking to his scribe asking her how the Apple watch worked and... He was like, "Okay, start sleeping with it so it can detect if you're having any abnormal rhythms." But it's it's something to say that you can wear a watch that right. can give you basically information that can save your life. So I've been diabetic now, let's see, 22 years. So it's time to start having, I guess, complications. Unfortunate, this is probably the biggest one I've had. But luckily, I addressed it. I saw my doctor. I took my meds. I'm going to increase my activity level. But like with any other disease or disease process, you have to accept it. (laughs) You can't pray it away. You can't deny it. You can't not take your meds because he was surprised. I saw him about three weeks after the first visit. My blood pressure was down. Everything was better. But I mean, all he had to do was say it. And I just took my meds. I, I changed my routine. I did, because I understand what's going to happen if I'm not compliant. I mean, we all know how people have had strokes, heart attacks. Mm-hmm. We see it every day. I see it every day. I see people who a couple months ago walked in and then on their follow-up, they're limping in or they're rolled in. So I see it every day and I always implore people to take their medication. If your doctor puts you on a new medication, take it. Now, you may have a side effect, but if you do have a side effect, I always tell the patients to call their doctor and let them know. But don't stop the medicine because your cousin may have had a side effect from their drug, but you are. But you always need to have that discussion with your doctors and not stop your meds or at least take them. Because a lot of people will not take their medications.
1: It's interesting, Dr. Richmond, that you would mention that because we had this conversation just last week where people say they are prescribed medicines, but they say, it's hard for me to take it or it's hard for me to remember, but this is medication that's going well, to I, help your health. will keep you alive. That and <laughs> essentially keep many people alive and feeling better and at least feeling good while they're here. So what is it that you could share with listeners that are on medications or are introduced to medications for the first time, because if it's not a routine you're used to, it could be a different transition. But what's some tips that you can get? Well, at my house, on
0: my meds, are on my kitchen table. However, I don't have children, so I don't worry about people touching it. But you have, just like with anything, when I prescribe lotions, creams, polishes, they always like, well, what should I do? You figure out your routine, The make whatever can make you the most compliant. Like I tell people, if you're going to use your foot lotion, put it at your bedside, put it on your by your bed. So when you take your shower or bath, you're putting on your socks, you remember to put your lotions on. With me, I'm a methodical person. I'm a military brat. So I've been methodical my whole life. I have a daily routine. I wake up. I brush my teeth. I get dressed. I take my meds. Then I take my dog for a walk and I go to work. But I do the same thing every day, seven days a week. And So
1: what do you say to those individuals that say, I can't take medicine on an empty stomach?
0: Well, drink some milk or figure out what you got to do to take your medicine. You have to do whatever it takes. Because the thing about it is if you don't take these medications, you're going to be taking some other ones. <laughs> which may or may be given to you by IV mm-hmm. in or, and possibly in a hospital, in an ICU, or you may not be awake mm-hmm. because you had a stroke or a heart attack. Especially like I just bought this. I was at a Habitat and had a poster on the risk factors of high blood pressure. And it talked about kidney disease, eye disease, heart attack, stroke. And so many, I mean, in our community, there's so many dialysis centers. They're opening them up like McDonald's. And pretty much all these diseases are preventable. They don't have to happen. You just don't go on dialysis. Mm -hmm. That's a chronic condition. Most of the time it's caused by from having other diseases long term, diabetes, high blood pressure, other issues. Sometimes it's just where it just happens. But most of the time it's something that could be treated. But Once again, people don't want to take their medication or they want to deny it or they don't want to accept it or they want to pray it away. But as a Christian and a person that believes in God, I believe God wouldn't allow us to have these treatments if he did not want us to fix the issues. If he did not want this virus to get better, I don't think he would allow the vaccines. So you have to kind of look at it as a holistic person. And then you have to be your own healthcare advocate and you have to learn about your own disease. I'm not saying learn on the level of a physician, but we have too much access to information now for you not to understand what's going on with your body. I mean, we got the I call it the YouTube university. You can go on there and watch videos and almost get your doctorate on different things. If you have a new disease or a new problem, you can learn everything you want to learn about yourself. But especially in the African American community with our mistrust of healthcare and the Tuskegee experiment and healthcare physicians and worrying about how much the drug company making, how much your doctor making, you just need to worry about you staying alive. And you staying alive with a good quality of life. But in our culture, we have so many other outside issues. <laughs> that we don't address our own internal issues. And then being a physician, I totally understand what's gonna happen. And then being a physician in a specialty where I see end stage everything every day, I really understand what's gonna happen. So it makes me more aggressive because I don't wanna have a stroke. I don't wanna have a heart attack. I wanna keep working. I don't wanna be trying to get on disability. So it's just talk to your doctors and call your doctors. I always, cause I I'll have a patient, I think she came in and her blood pressure was high And I told her, call her doctor. Well, I got an appointment in a month. I said, no, call your doctor's office today. Talk to the nurse. Give them your blood pressure we got today. Let them decide if they want to see you in a month or if they want to see you next week or if they want to adjust your meds or whatever. But contact your physicians. This is what they're there for. So you have to be proactive in your care.
1: And speaking of being proactive, I know a guest we had from Diabetes of Dayton alluded to bringing a health advocate with you. And what's your thoughts on that with your doctor's appointments seeing your primary care and specialty care doctors, if there's a specific issue going on with you, to be another set of ears and eyes for you?
0: Yeah, I mean, especially for some of our older patients, some of our, well, like all of our MRDD patients come with a counselor. Some of our mental health patients come with counselors. But I mean, if you have someone, especially someone that's in the healthcare field with some medical education or training to help be your advocate, that's awesome because there's a lot of questions that they may have you The patient may have, but don't know how to answer questions. Don't know how to ask the question or too scared to ask the question. They wait till they walk out. Till I walk out the room and the other physicians walk out the room. Then they want to ask the questions. The time I'm standing in front of you is to ask now. Now, you can always call back later, but you got me right now. So ask the questions or before you get to your visits or while you're sitting in the lobby or sitting in the room waiting for us. Start writing down different questions, different issues. Like they used to tell us, there's no stupid questions. You'd be surprised when people ask you, and then you think it's something, they think it's something simple, but it's not. Why does my foot turn color? So, ooh, that's a that's a loaded question. Is that normal? Because I had a, actually, I had a cerebral palsy patient. He was Caucasian and his feet were purple. And I said, that's not normal. And his counselor wanted to argue with me. Well, they always look like that. I said, but it's still not normal. <laughs> his feet are purple. Something is wrong. Yeah, wow. <laughs> so we got to we did a, we're going to get him scheduled for an ABI, which is the blood flow study. And I would refer him to a venous and vascular specialist to figure out why his feet are purple. <laughs> All
1: right. We're going to get to the bottom of this, right? Oh, yeah. All purple right. feet are not normal. <laughs> not normal and not okay. We do need Mm-mm. to get that checked out. Okay, Mm-mm. Dr. Richmond, go. So, Speaking of the read Club, what's your one of your favorite books or a good reason? For- it's this one, The Three Mothers. The Three Mothers. Okay. Yes.
0: Because yeah, actually, I just was in, I forgot, I was in D.C. a couple weeks ago, and I went to the African American Museum. I actually got to do the entire museum from 10 to 3, and then we walked next door to the American History Museum to see Michelle Obama. Stress. <laughs> And out, she's in the First Lady exhibit. And I would tell anyone, well, any race, any nationality needs to go to the African-American Museum because it goes from slavery and comes all the way up to Breonna Taylor. And with the whole things going on now with the schools and race theory and all these different things where they don't want to teach American history, well, Black history, which is American history, this It really helps you to understand how important we as a race were for the building of this country, what we added to this country as far as I mean, it's so much. And when you go there, you you don't realize how much we have done as a race because they had one area was just all the sports. Then they had all the inventions. Then they had all the music. I mean, it was so much. And then they went through all the different political parts of our history. They went through slavery. But they they taught us in this. When you walk out of this museum, you realize we were much more than slavery and a few people that they teach us about in Black History Month were so much more. And I would tell anyone, please go to the museum. It is free. You do have to go online and get tickets, but it was easy. I actually got tickets that morning. You just go to the website. I think it's 7 30 in the morning, every morning they release the tickets and you can just sign up for free. And you just, when you get to the museum, you just show them your pass The only thing you have to pay for in the museum if you want, they have a lovely cafeteria with great food and they have a store. But otherwise, the entire museum is free and it's awesome.
1: Great information to share. Thank you, Dr. Richmond. Awesome. We we know that a lot of people, Dr. Richmond, do value and appreciate all the information that you give here, and we are very that's what we're known for here at this radio station <laughs> for over thirty plus years. Yeah, informing and educating and being there for our community. So we are very grateful that you all have information that you can utilize. But they wanted to thank you, Dr. Richmond, for your show today, I said that they really enjoyed the show. And also, could you please thank her for being so transparent with her personal health concerns and issues because it it just brings relevancy to so many of us and I'm very grateful for her. So that's very nice. And someone else says, keep up the great work. That's all I got to say. So (laughs) thank you for that.
0: (laughs) Well, I have to say I'm a Joel Osteen fanatic and I've had some trauma, troubled times in my life. And I have to say, he taught me how to always see the positive. And I tell anyone, if you are going through something, you just need to turn him on and you don't turn him off till you feel better. And people always say, oh, he's too happy. But you, if you always see the glass half full, it will be half full. But if you always see it, I mean, half empty, it will always be half empty. Th- if you always see the negative, it will always be negative. I mean, cause when I first found out I had AFib, I was upset. But then I had to say, thank God I, I could buy a $500 watch <laughs> that I could just press a little button and it could run an EKG on me. And then I had access to healthcare where I could go to my doctor and see an cardiologist and be diagnosed on new meds under control within a month. So you have to look at what it's where it's, I guess it's the prism that you look through in life. And I'm a big proponent of the Affordable Care Act, and I work with the team, the team of doctors that work with President Obama to get that passed because I was uninsured for a while prior to the passing and I actually talked to a physician in California and he was telling me how bad their healthcare system is versus Ohio. So I was even more thankful that I live in Ohio because I went to San Francisco a couple years and they have so many schizophrenic homeless people. I said, well in Dayton we only have one or two schizophrenics (laughs) walking our streets and he used to be on the corner in the wintertime. He was dressed down, he was warm, he looked good and (laughs) He was our best stress schizophrenic. And when he passed, we had a party and a parade and everything for him. I said, so it's how you look at things. And it is how you view your world. And I would implore people to try to, you have to find the positiveness. We're living in a time where people are killing themselves. We just have what Miss America kill herself, jump off a bridge and she was Miss America but she had depression she had a lot of issues but you I just read an article where it talked about black women take off your cape and it talked about how black women basically we're trained not to show our pain we're trained to always show strength and never show weakness but we have issues we have weaknesses we have I mean we We're raised not to be weak, but that's because of our society. We can't be weak, (laughs) actually, (laughs) and survive. But you have to learn how to take care of yourself, how to do whatever it takes to keep you healthy, keep you sane, but do it in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. I mean, now medical marijuana is legal. If you qualify, hey, do your medical marijuana. Whatever you have to do that's legal and will not eventually kill you. (laughs) But oh, you have to find your happy place, and like with this one patient that called in asking, should he really take the medicine? That once again, we're back into the mistrust of healthcare. I mean, you. This is America. We are the most litigious society on earth, which means we sue the most. When a physician, nurse practitioner, anyone gives you anything, pretty much trust and believe they are not going to ever try to hurt you. Because the first thing we are trained as physicians, nurses, or anyone in any industry is do not get sued. Do not do something to get sued. And do not do something that you will lose a lawsuit or lose your license. So we need to start trusting our physicians more and talking to your physician like this patient just wanted to stop his meds. No, please Talk to your doctor if you think this medication, like you said, it was a newer medication. There's older medications that's been on the market for decades. However, you may have to go on something like heparin, but you have to be monitored. This is a newer drug that doesn't require all the monitoring. But have that discussion with your doctor. Just don't stop your medications, please. Because then we might be talking about, oh, he's down at a house a week.
1: Yeah, Yeah. you did
0: you such a such
1: a past And And the local funeral, yeah, and that's a reality, yes, it is. So, thank you for sharing that, Dr. Richmond. It is hard to believe that we've come to the end of the show. We've talked about several things, (laughs) yes. Uh, So, if you want to do a recap, Dr. Richmond, or just point out some of the things that you touched on throughout the show, you can do that at this time. Then, of course, end with your information on how they can reach you. I think
0: we'll see. We talked about AFib, which is heart flutter. Usually presents your heart's racing, feeling funny, shortness of breath. If you're experiencing anything, especially with your heart, always have that addressed, especially in African-American and women. And if you are a high risk African American woman, you should read up on the signs and symptoms of heart disease because women, we do present differently with our heart disease. We have different symptoms. So if you're overweight, diabetic, you dial different heart problems, major health conditions, read up on your disease. And then, of course, just exercise. They said the best exercise is just walking. You don't have to go run a marathon if you just go walk. And they said that just being out and just paying attention to the birds and the squirrels and the other animals helps to calm you. And of course, being a podiatrist, wear a good pair of tennis shoes that are not too worn and of course if your feet start hurting you may need a pair of orthotics to go in your shoes you can always call the office at 937-228-3668 to get evaluated or if you develop some heel pain arch pain or different other different issues and then our book of the month was the Three Mothers well that was last month but that's the Three Mothers which is on audible but that's the story of Martin Luther King's mother, Malcolm X mother, and James Baldwin's mother. So we will be discussing that at in a few minutes uh, at one o'clock on, fa- on another Face A Good Read book club. So, and then don't stop your medicines. Don't stop your medicines. <laughs> Call your doctor if you have questions about your medicine and talk to them about it. And then also we had Diabetes Dayton on the air today with Miss Chris Peterson. They're on Dixie Drive, right down from the Walmart. I don't think I have their phone number. But if you call here or call the office or Google Diabetes Dayton, you can get the phone number. And I think they're open 830 to 430. Uh, The phone number there is 937-220-6611 and the address is 255 South Dixie Drive, Unit 112. So if you had some questions about the different things that they offer, like they do have an insulin pantry where you can get some insulin and other supplies when you do run out. And also if you have a type one child or know of a type one child, they do have that summer day camp for type one kids. And they do also have scholarships available for lower income kids. So if you're interested in getting your kids or someone that's a type one child, give them a call so they can have some fun this summer at the type 1 diabetes camp
1: all right dr richmond thank you so very much as we mentioned in the beginning of the show it goes by so fast (laughs) yes and you actually today's the 26th of february you'll be back on the 26th of march oh that is the fourth day of the month and want to share your information again richfeet.org and oh can we talk a little bit about the rich feet boutique Oh, okay.
0: So in the Richfield boutique, we got diabetic socks, compression socks. We now have diabetic shoes, diabetic house shoes. We have all kind of pads and amitole pads. We have lotion for calluses. We just get up, got in real time pain cream, which is a topical pain cream. No drugs, but it's all natural for pain relief. We got in some new things to help you with washing your feet if you can't reach your feet as well. And the spa is back. Our technician is back. So we are scheduling for the spa Monday through Friday, I think 9, 10 and 11 and 1, 2, 3 in the afternoons. Those are by appointment. So you can call the office at 937-228-3668 to schedule those. And of course, most patients do that usually right before their appointments, but we are also on Groupon as well. So you can go through Groupon and get coupons for as well for the foot spa.
1: Awesome. awesome. That is great information. And we would love for you to be a patient. With Dr. Tanisha Richmond, but you don't have to be to shop at the boutique. Oh, no. You can just come in and
0: shop. And then also you can buy face masks. We have like 200 different types of face masks if you want to be stylish and safe. All right. Go
1: to get your foot mask. Your foot mask. Yeah, your mask at the foot doctor. (laughs) Well, you get a foot mask and the foot spa. Yeah, a foot mask and <laughs> the foot spa. That's right. At, at the foot boutique. Yes. Uh, with uh, Dr. Tanisha Richmond. And, of course, the address, again, is 1323 West 3rd Street. That is West Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. Way, 937 228 3668. As always, Dr. Richmond, we thank you so very much for sharing your wealth of knowledge and information. And as that, as the caller said, being so real and sharing, being so <laughs> transparent. We do thank you for that because it does help so many. And that is truly a blessing to many. So thanks again for being here today. We'll look forward to having you on, um, on March the 26th. All right. And thank any you. Final comments, as you always say.
0: Take care of your feet. You only have two. We hope you enjoyed today's show with Dr. Richmond, sponsored by the Richmond Foot and Ankle Clinic. The clinic is located at 1323 West 3rd Street in Dayton, Ohio, zip code 45402. To book an appointment, call 937-228-3668, or you can learn more at richfeet.org.